You are now listening to Girls That Cry in the Car. Should I give you some? Let's dive in. What's good, beautiful people? It's been a season since we last connected. Baby, life has taught me a few more things in between. Mainly because I'm hard-headed. <laughs> but I bounce back with something sweet. So, you know, it's always a lesson when you stress it. <laughs> anyway, the topic for today is, should I give you some? Hell no. <laughs> now nah, let me stop. It's deeper than sexual. Should I invest my time, energy, and my spirit in you? And when I say time, energy, and spirit, that's not just for myself. That's actually a question that you might want to ask when you start dealing with someone. I mean, think about it. It's some situations that you've been in, some people that you dealt with that maybe you felt like you did invest too much into them. Because at the end, you might have been depleted of all those resources that I stated. One thing that we have to definitely learn when dealing with each other and learning how to properly communicate is setting boundaries learning to say no I don't want to do that no that makes me feel uncomfortable or just expressing your feelings in general you know I just learned how to set boundaries over this past year I just say no to any random thing like if I don't want to show up to something not something that I'm obligated to, but just something that people invited me to. And I know I'm not in a space where I feel like I'll be my best self. I have to decline. If my spirit is not in a great place, I don't stretch myself thin anymore. And that's important. That determines your joy. You determine your joy. Nobody else, no thing, no person determines your joy. You do. And we have to learn that. The other day, I posted a question on Facebook. And I don't know if you guys follow me on social media. But if you do, you saw me post a question. And I asked some men on Facebook if they would continue to pursue someone that is celibate and most of them said no some of them said hell no <laughs> and one guy said see you next lifetime i was like dang it's like that but in a sense that's a boundary for them <laughs> crazy as it sounds to me you know they're not obligated to wait on someone and I respect that you're not obligated to wait on someone you can do whatever you want to do really in the single world 
it was eye-opening to me, reading their perspective. And I respect that. You're not obligated to wait. That's also a boundary. If that's your boundary, you don't want to wait on somebody that's celibate. That's your thing. Do it. You know, I was celibate for a time period. And it was life-changing for me. You know, a lot of those men on that post just didn't comprehend or didn't want to understand why a person would be celibate, why a person would refrain from something that is natural. And I couldn't go into detail because I knew I was going to talk about it on here. It's not about the other person. It's a self journey. So if you don't want to participate in that journey and be a part of it, that's fine. You're not obligated to. For me, it was about cleansing my mind, my body, my spirit, you know, letting go of old energy because sex is sacred. When you combine your energy with another spirit, that's sacred. Hell, and it sticks. You walking around with that energy, they're walking around with your energy. You might not acknowledge it, and you might not want to accept it, but it is what it is. So when I decided I wanted to be celibate, baby, it was a time. I journaled while I was celibate. And I know it was one entry on a day. It was like day seven. <laughs> My eyesight is funny. I think I'm going blind. Like, you know, it was playing with my mind. I was like, I felt like I was losing it. So, I mean, for a person that's asking, you know, why would you refrain from doing something? Why would you deny yourself? It's all a choice. And I chose to go through it. And when I came out of it, I understood what was my energy and what was the other person's energy. I understood my power not just the power of my yoni but the power of my mind and my spirit so you know to each its own would i do it again probably maybe i can't say not but it's worth a shot now while i was celibate so many men kept offering me sex <laughs> Like I put out a six wanted ad or something. I felt like I was in the matrix. Red pill, blue pill. The deeper I got into my celibacy, the longer time went by. It was like men just kept trying to approach me with sex. Underwhelming advances at that. I can tell by how a man talked to me. <laughs> if it's going to be underwhelming or not. That's just me. I don't know about y'all, but that's just me. I'm being honest. And it was just like, you know, is this a test? And it was a test. But I won. <laughs> you know, I came out of that situation, out of that journey, empowered. Like my energy my spirit was stronger than ever i would recommend it to some people not all it's not everybody's path 
But if you want to truly know who you are, just pause for a second from intimacy. That's if you're single. I'm not advising married people to do that. That's when married people decide to do that. It has to be man and woman, husband and wife. I'm saying to my single people out there, you're in between dating. It's okay to pause. And I'm talking to men and women because I think it's okay for men to be celibate too. I know some men that have been celibate. I've dated a celibate man. And that was a time as well. I wasn't celibate when he was celibate. (laughs) So I understand both sides. But it's okay to put a pause on intimacy. If you're going through things, especially because you're transferring that energy, whether you're the man or the woman, you're transferring that energy, that unhealed energy, you're transferring that to another person. So it's okay to take a time out. Sit down. I promise you, it won't kill you. You know, disregard my journal entry. You know, that was just my mind playing tricks with me. My flesh playing tricks with me. And so just moving on from that, even with your spirit, you got to be stingy with that too. Even just dealing with the pandemic, people are still sick, still in the hospital. And we're back outside, of course. You know, people are having events. We're doing brunches, lunches, dinners, dates, and all. And, you know, people, I've seen people and I've experienced people getting upset about you either not showing up to an event, you're not calling or texting. It's because people are setting boundaries. People are learning to say no. And that's okay. We have to not take offense to people saying no. Because we're so used to people saying yes. I know it's people around me that are used to me always showing up, always saying yes. And I almost stretched myself too thin. Too thin to the point where I was stressed out. Almost went back into a depression. And I promised myself I would not allow myself to get there anymore. So yes, I started saying no. And through this pandemic, more people should say no. If you don't feel comfortable going out due to the possibility of maybe being exposed to COVID, stay at home. Hell, I have. Some of y'all don't even think I live in my hometown right now. Because I stay at home if I don't feel like it's a comfortable environment. It's a safe environment for me to be either physically or spiritually. And that's nothing personal to the person that invited me. That's just me setting my boundaries. Should I give you some of my time at that moment? No. Should I give you some of my energy at that moment? No. That's what it's about. Setting those boundaries. And like even with your time, that's all a part of it too. Knowing how to gauge your time. Knowing when the time is up with a person or with a thing. Should you give all your time to something? If it's what you're passionate about, yes. 
if you're not passionate about it, highly reconsider. Man, we're moving into a new era, into new energy. It's a shift. You decide what makes you happy. You hold the key to your happiness. I don't know how many times I can say that. I really just wanted to just stick in your brain. And I'm not trying to preach to anybody, but this is for somebody. Hell, it was for me. I had to keep telling myself this. Because some of the reasons why life lived me hard again is because I was not taking heed to the message. I'm not perfect. I continuously make mistakes. Continuously make mistakes. And it's some parts of me being hard-headed and it's some parts of me not knowing where to set my boundaries. And it comes back to the question, should I give you some? And that's not me approaching a person or a situation like I'm above them or above that situation. It's me analyzing and determining whether my energy, my love, my time, my body should be subjected to your energy, your time, your space. We have that right. We have those boundaries willing to be set and put in place just to achieve our happiness, our peace of mind. I have been reading this book called The Science of Love by John Baines. And it's really, it's really a dope book. It really opened my eyes to the way I look at love. You know, I call myself the love goddess. But hey, it taught me more about love. I don't, I didn't know all the things that I thought I knew about love. You know, I was looking at love from one aspect. What love should feel like, what love should be. And he approaches it from a logical standpoint. See, he describes it as He describes love in two different types, true love and corrupt love. And after reading through this book, a lot of the way we look at love is corrupt. <laughs> and he describes it as, you know, the secret to love lies in eternal rejuvenation and change and profound comprehension. For me, Comprehension is everything. That is the determining factor of how relationships and friendships will turn out. Are you listening? And are you hearing and understanding what the person is saying? Is the level of comprehension balanced on both sides? You know, that's all a part of Giving your energy. Should you give somebody that? Why don't we give people that? 
I recommend that book. I recommend that book for anybody that wants to understand love better or just wants to become wiser in the way that they love and the way they interact with other people. It's not necessarily just about loving. It's just about understanding individuals. Just growing. That's that's what this podcast is about. Let's grow. We don't have all our shit together. But we're growing. We're learning. We're laughing at ourselves. We're crying in the car. Because yes, I still cry in the car. I cried in the car the other day. We're still taking time out to address our emotions instead of ignoring them it's okay to set your boundaries it's okay to say no it's okay to even question should you give a person any part of yourself there probably will be more things that come in our lives that will test us It's life. That's what makes life colorful, interesting, heart-wrenching at times. But it's how we maneuver through them. You know, we have the power and the right to choose what makes us happy, what makes us sad, what we want to participate in, what we want to show up to. We're going to keep making mistakes because we're human. We weren't meant to be perfect. But we were designed to keep trying. We're equipped with strength, with courage, with determination, with the heart to love, and the mouth to say no. So keep pushing. I'm room for you. I'm room for myself. Don't stop loving. Don't let the hardness of the world turned you cold. We've all been there to that point, maybe some of us, a good bit of us, <laughs> where you just wanted to be cold because the world just kept hitting you with situations and with people that did not value your mind, body, spirit, and time. It made you want to be stingy. And that's okay. You know, I still listen to Jocelyn Hernandez, Stingy with the Kitty Cat. (laughs) You know, I might have talked about that on Kitty Talk in season one. But it's still relevant. You can be stingy. Be stingy with your heart. Be stingy with your time. Be stingy with your energy if you have to be. Protect your heart. Protect your mind. Protect your body and your spirit. You have that power. You have that right. I want to leave you with what I like to call a survivor's mantra. I am whole. I forgive myself and will allow myself to grow. I am light. I shine in the direction of truth. I am loved. I am love. I am strength. I decide where my time goes. I decide how my spirit thrives. I decide who experiences my body. I am 
worthy of quality experiences. Now, you can say that every day if you want to. You don't have to say it at all. (laughs) You can just remember it or think about it from this episode. But I hope it resonates with your heart, your mind, your body, and your spirit. And just remember, all the places you will go when you leave sucker-ish behind. Now that is not Dr. Seuss, but it is Dr. Truth. Peace and love to everyone until we meet again.